but then he just continuously just is in good stuff for the most part. Yeah, Moulin Rouge, classic. Classic. He has the voice of an angel. I've actually, Although, is that a classic? It though? is a classic. Daniel, that's like one of the biggest things on Broadway right now. Is yeah. It? Moulin Rouge. Moulin yeah, Rouge. They're saying, they're saying the tickets to, find, to that are just as hard to find as the ones to Hamilton. Hamilton. Oh. What about, I, is, is the Book of Mormon just out of here now? No, it's like on, it's an on tour thing now. Yeah, but it's like Hamilton is amazing. It's just the newest big thing, and Moulin Rouge. I can imagine how that would be as a Broadway show, considering how I've amazing heard, it was in the movie. It's expensive, but yeah, I've never seen the movie. I'd Nicole, shell out. Is it Nicole Kidman? It is Nicole Kidman. I was thinking she wore a wig apparently, and that hair looks freaking real. Nice. Did she wear a wig? Yeah, she's, she's done red before. She has done red before, but I was when I was in my Moulin Rouge fantasy, just reading all the information I could about it. It was I was just re- I would watch that movie like once a week. I was so into that movie, and I looked up all the information about it, and I found out that she wore a wig, and she also broke her back during, during that movie. Yeah, she broke her back during. That's why in some scenes Maybe you see her mostly. That, when did that come out? Oh four. Oh, that I don't know, but I just know that I remember reading about that she broke her back, and that's why in a lot of scenes you can see her sitting down and she won't move. It's because she's wearing a back brace, I believe. Oh, wow. Maybe we should uh, do a throwback to some Moulin Rouge. Yes, I've been wanting Daniel to watch it. Daniel that movie. would want to watch it. Well, maybe if Daniel loses a bet this week, he can uh, watch some Moulin Rouge. Came out in 2001. 2001? <laughs> mm-hmm. Wow, that was that long ago. I still have not ever watched it, but I've heard good things about it. I heard it's a good musical. And yeah, I heard, I heard the Broadway show going on right now is just amazing and that it's hard to get tickets to. It's so good. Like, it's no La La Land. La La Land was amazing. I'm sure it's good. Not as good as Chi Chi Bang Bang, that musical. I mean, that toot sweet The old bamboo, scene. the old bamboo. And then Family Guy does the... Oh, the push, 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 trouble love for me. Well, and then American Dad did at the very end... H-P-O-S-H. Jeff and Haley. Oh, it's Choo Choo Bang Bang. Like his van turns into Choo Choo Bang Bang. And he's like, makes up for my small. Yeah. Penis. Penis. I don't know if I can <laughs> say that on says. here. It's not. It's. I don't know if any of this will remain. We might cut it all. That's no, fine. It is recording, though. <laughs> you can say pee pee. It's like when Peter has that long I'm car. And he's like, he goes in and out of the tunnel. <laughs> he pulls up to that other guy. He's like, "Hey, when you pull that thing in the garage, does the garage say is it is it in yet?" <laughs> <laughs> so good. Gross. <laughs> I, think I, I mean, I know I've seen that episode. I don't think I've seen that episode. Uh, Peter Griffin. I mean, like I'm on a, season ten of Family Guy now. Did you start over again? Jeez. No, I I don't know. Like it, I don't know how it happens. I just get really bored at work, so I just it just plays. You really shouldn't say plays. that on this podcast in case Shh. anybody at work listens to your podcast. <laughs> no. He meant. Oh really? He meant at home, people. He meant at home. No, I meant at work, at my desk. When the phones are down and everybody else gets to go home. Yeah, pretty much. Wow. So we're having a, everyone having a good day, a good week? Yeah. See some scary clowns? Ish. Yeah? Scary-ish. Scary-ish. We'll get into that here. Just coming up here. QI sign kills. Ooh. All right. Yay. Shall I do my intro? <clears throat> Can you guys actually put that song in this podcast? Because that'd be pretty cool. What's it called? Which one? It is The End by Ice Nine Kills. It's a metal band that did, like, their last album did, like, a bunch of covers from movies or not covers from movies. They made, they made songs based on movies. 
And the last one, I think, is It. Yeah, that's the final song, and I love that it's song. It's kind of cool. Yeah. Catch me out the back door, throw me underground. No, I'm not My favorite land around. is just like, it'll, like Georgie, things are going to get out of hand. Yeah. <laughs> it's coming back every 27 years. It's everything you know. It's everything you fear. Yeah. It's a carnival of carnage. I want you once here. That's not it. Ice Nine Kills. False. <laughs> Forgot that thing was on. <laughs> okay, that's all right. Almost sounds like Forrest Gump. <laughs> that is not that. The music. <laughs> you just looked over. I'm just like. Eh, eh, eh. That's what he does to my shoulder. He literally just takes his chin and just starts. That's what I do to anything I put itching my face on. It. Yeah, he does that. I'm like you're like a your cat. I just do the circle thing. We're like, oh. yeah. All right. Uh, all right. We're ready to get started here. Yes. Yeah. Talk some scary clowns. <laughs> <laughs> Except for that's more my laugh for like that little little rat thing in Jabba's palace. Oh. You know what I'm talking <laughs> that was, about? No. That joke, like, yeah, it's with your mom. Ooga, ooga, booga, booga, booga. Yeah. <laughs> that was one of the funniest jokes. I don't think a lot of the theater got it. <laughs> anyway, we'll get, into, we'll get into that. <laughs> anyway, well, hey, welcome back, everybody, to a brand new episode of Movies and Brews, where we talk movies and we drink some brews. I'm Jordan, and sitting across from me here is the real clown of mischief, Daniel. Hey, Georgie. Yeah, yeah that's good. That's good. All right. Well, yes, this week we're getting into the new It Chapter 2. We've even got a guest with us. Uh, everybody say hello. We have brought Shiloh back. Everyone remember Shiloh? Hi. All right. So sit back, relax, grab a drink, and don't chase that red balloon. Mm-hmm. Let's talk some It Chapter 2. Bum, bum, bum. Bum. <laughs> <laughs> Well, let's talk about what we're drinking this week. Yep. This week was Jordan's week to bring beer. So, Jordan, what did you bring us? All right. Well, this week I brought some Rogue Out of Line West Coast IPA. You know, I was all over the store looking around. I was trying to find something with the clown on the logo, and I just couldn't. So, I, I got the next scariest thing penguins. Penguins? And what are penguins scary? You've oh, never they're, they're seen scary. Batman? Yeah, Batman Returns, they shoot rockets at you. No. Yeah. Well, in the movie they do. Penguins well, are I, evil. I get that, but penguins aren't evil. They're they not, mate they're... for life. Mm. I don't really know if that's true or not, but I know that they they take turns guarding their eggs and they walk in the cold together. What's evil about that? Well, nothing till he put rockets on them. Okay. Fair yeah. enough. Fair enough. All right, but that's it. Yeah, delicious IPA. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, why don't we get into some movie news here? Daniel, what do you got for us this week? So this week in movie news, got a lot of stuff going on. First, start with trailers. So we all saw this in front of It Chapter 2, but the Doctor Sleep final trailer came out. Yes. Starring Ian McGregor. Red Rum. Yes. Red Rum. And, you know, I think this looks pretty interesting. Like, I know it was like a sequel it, well, it is a sequel to The Shining, but I don't know it looks like a really good, high quality movie. Hopefully, it's good. I mean, I know 
film people still know that Stephen King adaptations are still hit or miss. But, you know, it looks like it's got some quality look. It, it looks like quality, and I like the different atmosphere. I think like they're, with, with the budgets nowadays, they're more hit. Yeah. I don't know. Pet Cemetery. I was not too impressed with. New one? Yeah. I don't know. I haven't seen I either was, one. Oh, me and my friend went and saw it because we go and see scary movies together. And I just was... I expected it from, like, what everybody told me about Pet Cemetery, and especially the original. Like, my aunt said she couldn't sleep for a week after watching the original because well, she was pregnant at the time, and there's a certain scene in there that, like, is very harrowing and stuff, and she said that after that she couldn't, like, sleep for a week. So I was going into it thinking it was going to be super scary and stuff, but honestly, like, yeah, there were certain parts I was scared at, but I was not as scared as I thought it was going to be. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I guess it's just we'll we'll see. I did um, love John Lithgow. I wonder because I heard Kubrick changed a lot of the story from book to film adaptation. A lot. So I'm wondering what that's like with this new Doctor Sleep. Yeah. And he now added, is he supposed to be the little boy from The Shining? Yes. Yeah. Riding around on the tricycle, yes. all grown up now. Yeah. Yeah. He, he's Danny. Essentially, he is like the book. Essentially, like explores like a tr- like the trauma of like growing up with The Shining happening to you. You know, he dies okay. from crazy people getting murdered, seeing things Going around getting with haunted. Little bitty finger, red yeah. rum, red, red rum. Exactly. Which now I didn't know. Well, they kind of mentioned it, but like in the second trailer or the final trailer, whichever one it is. But like you get a lot more of like the Overlook Hotel. Like they're back in it. He's walking around. It. Yeah, there that was, a lot was super of cool. Footage, hotel footage in this. Yeah. Did they go back to? Then wasn't that filmed in Oregon? Or am I crazy? The inside, I think, was the Timber Lodge. Or you're right. Right? Right? Well, someone tells me it was Colorado. No, the outside. Wait. Yeah, I forget which one is which. Because for some reason, I don't think the interior and exterior are the same building. And I think it's the exterior is the one in Oregon. Oh, okay. Okay, because like, I remember like when they shot the scene where it's like showing it all shut down and everything. I was like, that looks like Timberline. But I wasn't oh. sure. Yeah. Then I think that's what it is. I think, I guess it's uh, the outside. Well, I'm, yeah, I'm looking forward to this. Looks interesting. Yeah, I'm glad, I'm glad I caught the new trailer. I was late to the movie and I missed most of the trailers, but I caught the new Terminator trailer and this one beforehand. Oh, nice. you were later than us. We missed the Terminator trailer. Mm. Mm. I showed it different. Tra- I, don't know, I went to the XD showing. I heard you guys oh. were just before me. You went, you went to like a general showing like 30 minutes before I did it the same. Oh, yeah, because we thought about going to the XD one, but we thought that would be too late. Uh, XD was awesome. No, I mean, that it was, was still pretty good. The only difference it made was that there was more tickets available for the 1045, so we got better seats. Yeah. Uh, the next trailer that we had was the Bad Boys 3 trailer, which is Will Smith and uh, the, the yes. other guy. Martin Lawrence. Martin Lawrence. <laughs> the other dude. Martin, oh, poor Martin Lawrence. I uh, know. He needs it more than Will Smith does, that's for sure. Will Smith is a national treasure. He is. I don't know what happened to poor Martin Lawrence. He used to be the man back in the day, at least one of them. In the 90s? Yeah. Made a lot of comedies, made a, had the Bad Boys franchise. Maybe he decided to take a break. I don't know. But yeah, so Bad Boys 3 trailer looks like everything you remember Bad Boys to be for the most part. Um, I don't know. If you're really a fan of the Bad Boys, this is like movies that I've never even watched Bad Boys 1 or 2. Wow. Well, you should probably get on with that. Okay. I haven't watched them either. All it right. just seems well, like a movie that... I guess like... I'm the only one here that's seen them. And yes, so as someone... I'm not like a fan of this franchise. I've seen each movie once a piece probably. 
And they're good. I like the first one a little better than the second one, but they're they're good. They're fun. They're good. They're action comedies. Mm-hmm. This one looks like you know it's it kind of has a feeling of a little too late. Like this, I feel like this should be the sixth one coming out by now. Right. Like the, if this series had good enough writers, like this is something like every three four years we could have had a new one coming out. I mean, they could have just done like Fast and well, Fast and Furious hadn't done what Fast and Furious did yet. I mean, because I think, I think it was like 95 and 2003, and then all the way now for the third one. Anyway. I mean, it's an era of revamps and redos and all that fun stuff. Well, I know. I just think I still think we could be on like a sixth one by now. Like, I these are characters that are fun to watch, and it would have been kind of cool if they kept pumping them out. But yeah, maybe this, maybe this will be like some kind of like reboot, like Fast and Furious 4 or 5. I don't know, like, if they kept making them, they probably would have just gone Fast and Furious. Where it's like, where, like, they started out with just, like, small-town cops, and they could be busting international drug dealers by the sixth one. Which would be awesome. In space. In space. In space. I'm drug sure that, dealers I'm, I'm in sure, space. I'm sure that's coming for the Fast and Furious franchise. Yeah, they probably. haven't gone to space yet. Not yet. But I would like to see a space car heist. I'm sure Ooh. it's happening. I'm sure it's Isn't in development. That, never mind, I'm not going to say it. But yeah, I mean, it wasn't an amazing trailer, but it was fun to watch and see them again and see them in these characters. And yeah, I'll definitely be checking this out next summer. Cool. Uh, and then the last thing I had was a teaser, which actually, I guess, premiered in front of it, uh, is the... I almost said the Heart of the Queen, but the... Uh, Birds the of Birds of Prey DC trailer. What's the full title? Birds of Prey and the Emancipation of One Harley Quinn, I think. I think that's what it. Something, I didn't know it had something that much along subtext. with her name in it, and yeah. they actually showed it too. And but that was a cool teaser because yeah, all the other trailers ended. They showed like the Cinemark popcorn logo and everything like that, and then you see the war. Oh, and the fabulous <laughs> Emancipation of Excuse One me. Harley Quinn. Okay. But yeah, it's cool because you see the Warner Brothers logo and then you see the red balloon, and then all of a sudden it doesn't get like smashed by the mallet and it's Harley Quinn. Margot Robbie and Harley Quinn outfit, and you're like, "What? Whoa! What's going yeah. on?" <laughs> I know. I was kind of like, "That was weird," because I remember it's like Warner Brothers, and it says DC, and I'm like, "They didn't have that branding on the first one." And then it goes into the bird spray. I'm like, "Okay, so that's cool." I mean, like, I like the the costumes. I like. I'm looking forward to seeing Huntress on the big screen. Yeah, everything was still flashing quick. The only thing I remember seeing was just Harley Quinn and yeah. Margot Robbie in. Yeah, and she says, I'm so over clowns. Yeah. <laughs> so this should be fun. I'm looking forward to this one. This looks too. like it'd be cool. Like, kind of, hopefully it's better. It sounds like it could be Suicide Squad-esque, but, like, hopefully better since it's got, like, a smaller cast of characters to focus on. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. But yeah, that was a fun teaser, and to put it right in front of this was perfect. Yeah. Good marketing. All right. Now, in a couple of movie new stuff is Face Off. Is getting a reboot. What's, heard about that. What's that? I wonder if it's, John Woo will be back for this one. I don't know, but Face Off, for people who don't know, is like an old, I think it was like eight, '90s movie. It came out in 1997. 1997, yeah, with Wasn't that long ago. So it was well, it was featured hey. John Travolta and Nicolas Cage. Oh my and god! And they are oh, essentially one's a criminal. Nicolas Cage plays a criminal, As and right John Travolta plays like an fbi agent bringing him to justice and then they do a face swap face off surprise pikachu face yeah so it's uh it's a movie that's pretty dumb but entertaining to watch i I enjoyed yeah i I won't i probably haven't watched this in like 18 years but i would like to just go back and watch the one with travolta and nick cage actually but yeah you know what i I could i'd be open to a reboot of this it's one of those things that you could definitely do it make it even better yeah i think with new technology now you could make it better 
But yeah, we'll see. I love Nicolas Cage. Uh, next, we have Haley Atwell, the woman who plays Agent Carter, cast in Mission Impossible 7. Heck yeah. And possibly Mission Impossible 8, since those two movies are being shot back to back. But it's only confirmed that she's going to be in the seventh one. That'll be like cool. Like as the main character? Just as one of like the group. No, I mean, or, be, or a character. I don't know. She'll we, be a how character. How are they making? Tom Cruise is going to die I if he not. keeps doing all of his own stunts. Don't He's say gonna that. He's going to die on a movie set. He's going to die doing what he loves. Really? Yeah. It's his whole life goal. No. Yeah. Is that why he like climbed to the top of the building? I don't know. I've actually never seen any of these movies. Wow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so as the man who's never seen Moulin Rouge. Shiloh, that doesn't mean anything to anyone. That's what not means something true. to everyone is she's never seen The Princess Bride still. Stop. Everybody out there hear that? I'm sorry. All right. Now, oh, next. Here. Sorry, I'm looking up. I'm looking at the full cast uh, see who's coming back. So you got Rebecca Ferguson, which I'm so glad she's coming back. I love her character in That's these, the this MI6 franchise. That's the MI6 agent, right? That's the MI6 agent. Tom Cruise and Haley Atwell. That's, wow, that's only, that's... I, I'm pretty sure Ving Rhames has come back and Simon Pegg, too. I'm sure. It would be great if Jeremy Renner returned. Yeah, that would be nice. And I do, I mean, spoilers for the seventh one, but I'm sad that Alec Baldwin's not going to come back. Yeah, I me too. But, oh, well. So that'll be coming out 2021. But, hey, in the meantime, we got Top Gun Maverick to look forward to next summer. Woo-hoo. Woo. I need to rewatch the original. It's so good. It's sitting right there if you want it. Thanks. Now, the last thing I had was that they reported that the Batman script is complete. And I think I'm pretty sure it's already in pre-production for uh, Robert Patterson's The Batman Yeah, I think they're supposed to start shooting at the end of the year. Yep. Poor Robert Patterson. He got so much flack. He'll be fine. I think every everyone that I feel like everyone that's been in, except for Christian Bale that's been announced as Batman has gotten flack. Michael Keaton got flack. Uh, I think Val Kilmer was okay. George Clooney got flack, and then he ended up sucking anyway. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I, I you know Ben Affleck got flack. Oh, Ben Affleck definitely got flack. Yeah, so everybody. The flat got the flack. Got the it's flack, just like, the it's flack. a it's it's a beloved character. Every time they cast you, somebody's gonna feel like it's not right. But I don't know. I think it's I, gonna be... I'm open to it. We'll see what happens. Fresh face. I don't know. I don't care. I would. I would have. I wouldn't mind one more Batfleck run, but it looks like we're not getting it. Yeah. Well, not his fault. But yeah. So that's all the movie news I got this week. Cool. All right. Well, let's move on here. And oh wait, we're gonna talk about. Other things we've seen this week? Uh, I think the only thing I've seen this week is It Chapter 1. Okay. Got anything fun? It could be a book. It could be anything. Anything you want to share that you've experienced this last week that's kind of cool? Uh, just Bob's Burgers, as per usual. All right. So everybody check out some Bob's Burgers. Of is there a new course. season out right now? It's coming out at the end of this month, and I okay. am so excited. So everyone get out there and start gearing up on your Bob's Burger. Get caught up on it and get ready for a new season. Yeah, the only thing I have this week is I was assigned a movie uh, a couple weeks back, and Ford versus Ferrari, well, that's not the title of it. That's called The 24-Hour War, which is about Ford versus Ferrari. Mm-hmm. Documentary on Amazon Prime right now. And yeah. Daniel covered it a few weeks ago, so I won't go too much into it, but awesome documentary. I definitely say check it out. A lot of cool stuff, like a lot of cool, like old school. I love the old car footage, like racing, like back in the like 
early 1900s. Like, all that footage is so right. awesome. I know. And there is there's some good footage. I think I talked to you about this earlier of a car and a horse racing <laughs> to see if the car could beat the horse. I mean, we're talking like, what, 1910s? Yeah, something like that. <laughs> anyway, good stuff. But yeah, really well made documentary. I, I, I thought it was great. And um, makes me look forward to the uh, Christian Bale, Matt Damon movie coming out sooner. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that too in November, I think. November, yeah. So, yeah, check it out, though. But if you want to see The 24-Hour War, it's available on Amazon Prime. Woo! Check it out. On that note, let's get into some It Chapter (laughs) 2. Pause for music transition. Started. Hi, Georgie. Oh, yeah. This was Daniel's number one anticipated movie of the year, so we are going to let Daniel host this part of the show. So, Daniel, take it away. All right. So, yeah, as Jordan said, this was my most anticipated movie of the year when we did our most anticipated of 2019 and 2018. So, go check those out if you want. But this is number one for me because uh, I loved the first one, loved it. When it came out, what, 2016, 2017? Somewhere Two years ago. Yeah. So, loved it when it came out and was really looking forward to Chapter 2. Super excited. And, yeah. No, I'm just like, so, I was just like, that's going into the movie. I was super pumped for it. And I got to say, I think, uh, I think all, you know, uh, all things considered, it went pretty well. All right. Well, see, so yeah, as far as my anticipation going into it, yeah, I saw the first one in theaters two years ago. thought it was a really good thriller. I don't really think it was horror, but I think it was a good thriller. And, yeah, very enjoyable. Hadn't watched it since theaters, but luckily the theater down the street re-released it this week. So I went and saw the first one again this last Wednesday night. Kind of do a good recap, which I'm glad I did because there was a lot of stuff I'd forgotten. Mm-hmm. Like, what did I... I forgot about the bully altogether, like just everything involving him, which is... The boy. Bully. Oh, the bully. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm trying to blank to his name. But Henry. Yeah. Henry. Yeah. How he's like, I, there's so many things I forgot too, like how he's like carving his name into that kid's stomach. I forgot about him killing his dad. Like, yeah. I did forget about that till we saw the movie and they arrested him. I was like, oh, that's right. The encounter with his, and like his dad shooting his feet at his feet. Yeah. Oh my gosh. But yeah, so, so much I had forgotten about. Glad I saw it again. And yeah, went into this other one. It wasn't as hyped as you, but definitely as the weeks have gone on and we've gotten closer to it, I've mm-hmm. definitely been looking forward to this one. And yeah, I got to say, as far as my initial reactions go, I thought it was on par with the first one and I had a good time. These are just two really enjoyable. It's like basically one big five hour movie and it's very enjoyable to sit back and watch. Yeah. So yeah, I got to say, not disappointed. Shiloh, what did you think of the movie? Or like, you're. Going into the movie, what were your thoughts? Going into the movie, like, so when we saw it chapter one together, I remember I was 
terrified. I had, so like my mom was a huge, oh yeah, I was absolutely terrified because my mom was a huge Stephen King fan, huge Stephen King fan. So she'd read, read like all of his books and stuff. So kind of knew. <laughs> she was at age four reading it, it. Well, I mean, I was <laughs> given the, bedtime story. <laughs> you know, that would not surprise me with my mom, but so when I watched the first one, I remember like how I made you come over and watch Rick and Morty with me because I was so spooked and everything. Mm-hmm. I was so scared. But honestly, I was expecting to be a lot more scared after the second one. I definitely agree. I think it was more of a thriller. I think it was more, you know, there were some scary parts. Don't get me wrong. But I remember sitting in the theater and I was just like, have I become desensitized to horror because I've seen so many horror movies that I'm not even really freaked out by any of this? Like, sure, some of the jump scares, but I remember being way more scared for the first one. So I was a little disappointed in that. I thought I was going into something that was going to really, really scare me, but it didn't. So that was my only, like, kind of bad thing about the film is, like, I just didn't feel scared, and I really wanted to feel scared. Yeah, because I think I I didn't really have that chill feeling. Yeah, Mm -hmm. like it's kind of like when we went to go see us, where we're like, "This is gonna be super scary," and then it wasn't. Yeah, yeah. Like there were a couple parts that you're like, "This is creepy." I remember at seventeen watching The Shining for the first time, and it was just like, "Whoa!" I mean, like I didn't want to leave my house. It was snowing that we actually watched it in the snow. Oh, one of my friends had to run home in the snow afterwards. (laughs) Well. He didn't have to run, but he chose to run because he was scared shitless. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, but then I saw it years, like 15 years later again, and it was a cool, I guess, thriller at that point, but it didn't like spook me like it did originally when I first saw it. But yeah, but I walked out of both of these, you know, I saw them both in the last week, and I walked out of both thinking like, that was pretty awesome. Good stuff. But like, not like... Oh no, I'm kind of scared walking out to my car now in the dark. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, like, I I, it was like that. one in the morning when I walked out to my car after the, from the first one. I was like, I was, but I wasn't like looking at my shoulder like, huh, what was that? Well, I think <laughs> like the first one, like I rewatched the first one like the day before, and I still think it's pretty scary, but like, you know, like I can handle it. You know, I'm an adult. I can, I can handle it. I was it. an adult when we saw the first one. I was still scared. I mean, yeah, but I also watched it during the daytime. So it was a lot easier <laughs> to just walk off. Yeah. I'm just like, damn, dude, this is pretty crazy. And then I like opened the door and then it's just still daylight. And I'm like, I don't know. Maybe after I see it tonight, I'll be a lot more scared. Maybe. Having to go to my house. You're going to go see it again tonight? I am. Whoa. Yeah, maybe when you come out in the pitch black. The pitch black tired. theater. Mm-hmm. No, I thought it was really funny. So I went to XD. This is the, f- well, I saw the first one in XD and. As soon as the, because there's gonna be, there was a, they showed a five minute scene from the second one at end of the credits of the first one when they did the re-release. Oh really? So I got a little sneak peek. So I knew that was coming, and maybe the people in front of the row in front of me didn't. So when they, when the credits were rolling, they stood up and like the gal like looked back kind of towards me. And I thought how, because there's like a wall because it's the XD right. theater. I'm like, how great would that have been if I known that was gonna happen? To like have a Pennywise mask on and like pop up. Oh. And like, ah! <laughs> Probably would have gotten punched. Probably yeah. and kicked out of the theater. Oh, well, it was at the end of the movie, so who cares? <laughs> that would have been hilarious, though. I don't know. I think also something that bugged me. I didn't really... for There were certain parts with the animation, I guess you could say. Like, the way they kind of made some of the creepier-looking creatures and stuff. I wasn't super... They kind of looked like... 
something from Coraline, like the claymation almost aspect when I was watching it. Are you thinking the part with the old lady? Yeah, like when that came out, I was like, Um, that doesn't really look like I was expecting. Or even the leper part, I was just kind of like, this doesn't, this looks like a claymation almost. I wasn't super impressed with that part, I guess. I don't know. Um, maybe I really just have become desensitized. Maybe I think so. I don't know. I mean, like, so I was peeing my pants during that part. Seriously? Yeah, I peed all over the girl next to me. No, you did not. Gross. Gross. <laughs> not to kink shame, but gross. <laughs> no, nah, I didn't pee my pants. Uh, I don't know. Talk about the movie, Daniel. Blah blah yeah. blah blah. You're the one leading this episode. Oh, I really shouldn't be. <laughs> this is gonna be clunky. Uh, okay. So, those were the general thoughts. Um, you want me to take over? Yeah, you should take over. Are you I'm sure? I'm not good at this. I'm not good at this, Jordan. All like, right. I, I made Leading. notes and I'm still not Daniel, good at this. Daniel, you're fired from hosting. Fair enough. All I right. don't care. I'll host my own podcast with Blackjack <laughs> and Bookers. Ooh, can Bookers? I come? Can I come? No, because I'm hosting. With Blackjack and Blackjack, no hookers. What did no, I tell you? Okay, well, we've all given our initial going in stuff. I mean, I mean, as far as holding up, I thought it held up good. Uh, I have never read the book. It looks like it would take me the rest of my life to read. I mean, it's like eight inches thick. 1,100 pages. <laughs> yeah, it's like what, like over 40 hours on Audible. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I'm like, uh, sounds like too much homework. We tried listening to it. It's so hard to follow when you're not paying 100% attention. Like, if you're just listening to the audiobook, I feel like I'd need to listen to the audiobook and read along with the page to actually understand how the book flows. Because it jumps back from, it starts in, like, the past, or or it starts in the present, jumps back to the The past. past. Like, I'm glad that in the movies they decided to just flesh them out as the kid storyline and the adult storyline. Yeah. It makes it a lot easier. Right. Well, yeah. And what did you think of the casting goes? Uh, So... What did you think of the kid casting in the original one? Great. Loved the kid casting. I don't know. Yeah, I absolutely love the kid casting. You're like re like uh not re-releasing, but um, Rewatch, yeah. rewatching. I'm like, I love all the kids. I love the chemistry with all of them. I love how they like are like very believable middle schoolers hanging out with a girl. They're all just like staring at her. Then when she looks up at them, they all just pretend like they weren't just staring at her. Yeah. I thought that was hilarious. All those, all those scenes are funny. Yeah, I mean, I, I love this cast quite a bit. Uh, Finn Wolfhard and so, um, Sophia Lillis, both, they stand out to me uh, out of the kid cast, like as Beverly and Richie. They are just hilarious. I mean, we all know Finn from uh, Stranger, Stranger Things. Things. He, yeah. it just cracks me up. Cause it's kind of sort of his Mike character still from, or no, this character, I lo- I think the reason I liked it is because he's so much more brash. Like, he is so... Well, that's what I, that's what I say. He's, he kind of reminds me of him, but he's like a, our version of him. It's, it's, if if Mike could really say what's on his mind, I think. He, oh, that's a good point. In the show. But yeah, he, he was, cracked me up in the first one so much. I mean, he, they gave him all the best lines. I mean, just every, I don't know. Yeah, and I really... I did really enjoy all of the adult casting. Um... Something that I had like hyped up in my mind is like all I like I'd been trying to like stay away from movie reviews of this, but the thing that I kept hearing when I would just like accidentally like glance something was that like people were like, Oh, Bill Hader steals the steals the movie. He really did. And well I didn't think he stole it as much as how I like it sounded like people hyped it up to be like, Oh, who's the I'm like 
Yeah, I mean, I, I did still about... like him as Richie. Yeah, I, I think the ones that stood out the most was Jessica Chastain, James McAvoy, and Bill Hader. I don't yeah. necessarily think Hader stole the show, but I think he was on par with the rest of them as far as like everybody I thought was a really good cast of what the kids were. Yep. I, I loved how um, uh, Ben, is it Ben? Yeah. He, yes. His recasting and how he's like changed things in his life to where he became like good looking and successful and everything like that. I thought that was cool. And you know, he's seen at the beginning of this movie as an architecture, yeah, or leader of some kind of firm of something. And then they do a flashback that we don't see in the first one of them as kids in their fort underground. And I gotta yeah. say, that underground fort was so cool, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I know, I'm like, I would have loved to have that. I would have loved that as kids. Oh my gosh, that would have been awesome! Like, I love the little um, the shower caps because that would have been me. The shower caps yeah. to make sure there was no spiders. Yeah, that was a fun idea. <laughs> yeah, shower caps. They got a hammock in there though. Yeah, <laughs> your ten minutes is up. I forget what he says back to me. <laughs> I don't see no signs or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I don't no... see no sign. We don't need a sign if we all verbally agreed. It's so funny. She's like, I did love what was the kid, um, got the one that was um afraid of like that his mom made Eddie. Him, Eddie. I love that he became a risk analyst. Like, I know that's probably in the book somewhere, and I forgot when we listened, tried listening to the book and everything, but I just loved, because that made perfect sense that he would become a risk analyst, because he's still so in that he, mindset. Yeah, he's yeah. the one with the broken arm in yeah. the movie. Yeah. Lover. Lover. <laughs> so funny. I mean, as far as the casting goes, I thought they did a really good job with their counterparts and yeah. stuff. I read an article where apparently on like the last day of filming or something during filming, all of the kids gave a photo to the adult actors of themselves, like as a kind of like a prank and everything, like a signed photo of themselves to the actors. And Finn tried giving his to Bill Hader, right? Am I saying that right? Yeah, yeah Bill yeah. Hader. And Bill Hader refused to take the photo because he thought it'd be weird. So Jessica Chastin took Finn and snuck him into Bill's trailer and they put the picture on Bill's bed for him to wait. So I thought that was kind of funny that they all gave the adult members photos of themselves. That's pretty funny. And Yeah, as far as believability goes, I thought Jessica Chastain was like great. She made a great adult Beverly. I thought she really like had some really good resemblance to the uh, Sophia Lillis girl. Yeah. Same thing with the uh, uh, let's say James McAvoy, and I forget the oh, ki- yeah. I forget the name of the kid that played young um, Bill Jaden Martell. Oh but well, yeah. they I think when the movie when the first movie first came out, they asked the kids. I remember reading something. They asked the kids who their ideal casting would be, and did any of them get it right? Yeah, Sophia, the girl that plays Bev, she wanted Jessica Chastin to play her as an adult. Yeah, I think Finn originally said Christian Bale as his older counterpart. Oh, really? Yeah. So they didn't get all of those people, but I think they got Yeah, I remember one of them wanting Christian Bale. Yeah. <laughs> Christian Bale playing an older me, that'd be awesome. I could see that. I could see Finn being that. Yeah, I could too. Or, but then, you know, then he turns it, but him being a comedian makes sense that they'd cast Bill Hader. Right. Because he looks like... A comedian. Well, he is a comedian. Right. Because <laughs> he, he is a comedian. But, yeah. Um, I don't know. So I thought that I, adults I, I did like his, his intro. That was one thing I liked about this was the when Mike's kind of gathering everybody up and doing the phone calls, we're catching up with everybody where they are in their life. Yeah. And yeah, I do like when it cuts to like a balcony, older Richie comes out and just... Just over the, over the edge of it. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah. And I also like you need to be on stage in two minutes. And he's just like, Do you want some water? No. Whiskey. <laughs> that was so funny. Yeah, no, I thought that was fantastic. So I liked all that. I loved the character vignettes, like like what you just said of like catch up with anybody as they are in their current lives. Mm-hmm. Some of it's good, some of it's bad. And that's life. I like that because you you know, you go from the first one being like a kid's idealism, you know, like and just how kids are to grown ups, how they have their own complex, complicated like relationships and lives. Why? So I thought it's it's a cool juxtaposition to watch the first and the second one like pretty much back to back. Yeah. And it was cool to yeah, yeah. Where was I see where they're all at? Thankfully they could all get on the come out the same weekend. Yeah. That would never happen, let's <laughs> oh, no. be honest. Who can get a flight that six quick pe- to Maine? Six, six people all meet up at, on a drop of a dime, but yeah. yeah. Aside from that, though, but I do like that um, Chinese restaurant scene. I thought that was great. And that was actually the scene they showed after the first one in theaters. Oh, sneak really? Peek, they, they showed uh, from everybody showing up eating all the, the it ended right when that first uh fortune cookie starts opening on its own oh. oh so they still show them like doing the whole like arranging the words but then when that first one opened up on its own and like i don't know bird or something no it was a baby baby no that was one that was like a dead bird almost or something anyway but yeah that's it cut right there but yeah that was a cool tease to put at the end of that yeah but yeah that's, i like that scene though i thought that was good good dialogue between them all um what else was I going to say? But yeah, that was crazy when they just start opening up on their own and everyone's just freaking out and things are flying. Yeah, the, the baby. The baby. That <laughs> was, was creepy. That, that was probably like, of like the five things that really freaked me out. That baby creeped me out. I did not well, like that. Blood starts spewing out and like they're the only ones like seeing this illusion. Right. And he starts taking the... I love it. He takes the chair, starts just pounding on the table. Then the lady waitress comes around the corner and like, what's going on? Oh, and she didn't. She just wanted. She's like, she was totally cool with it. She, he's like, can we get the check? And she's like, yeah. And I have a feeling because I've been a server, that's exactly what I would do. Yeah, just like get out. <laughs> like, can we get the check? I'd be like, yeah. And in my head, I'd be like, I better be getting a massive tip. Yeah. Well, what'd you guys think of like the? Because in the new scenes with the kids, like the scenes that we never saw, that were like essentially taking place in between, like. Uh, in it chapter one, but the kids being digitally de-aged. I, I thought that it was fine. Yeah, it was believable. I mean, it doesn't look like they did anything to them. They did look like the same kids from two years ago. Yeah. The only I- one I'd have to say that I definitely could tell they de-aged was Finn. And maybe I just thought that because I knew that he took, I read that he took the most CGI to de-age his face and everything, but he just looked a little too smooth to me, like too yeah. baby-faced. Yeah. Well, one of the things he had like, a major growth spurt between season two and three of Stranger Things. Yeah. So, like, one of the things, like, I didn't notice much, like, in the way, like, their faces looked or how, like, characters look. Because it looks like they just shot these back to back, which I had initially thought that they were going to do um, until, you know, there's at least a little bit of delay. Because with working with kids, if you have multiple movies, you want to shoot them as close together as you can. But um, so I thought I think think they had to see if the first one was going to be a box office hit, too. Right. But yeah, it's the thing is like the only thing that I noticed, like my only complaint, and this is nitpicky for I think a little nitpicky. But like I don't know if it was because they de-aged them or like how like the motion, like how they captured their mouth movements. But it seemed like when they were de-aged and we're getting those extra scenes. 
especially I noticed it more with Eddie and I think uh, Richie is like when they talk in those extra scenes, it seems like they're just talking super fast and the mouth like they just like it doesn't it's uncharacteristic of how they're speaking. Do you think they were just talking really fast maybe because they were trying to high pitch their voices a little bit? Maybe. Like I thought that was something, but I'm like, I don't know. That's something I noticed that like, especially, I think I've mostly noticed it with like Eddie when he ended up talking, like he went on a little rant. I'm like, this doesn't sound like the Eddie I just watched a couple days ago. Maybe I could see that. Maybe they were telling them because when you talk really fast, your voice kind of pitches up a little bit and maybe their voices had dropped too low. Cause you can tell in stranger things, season three that Finn's voice has definitely changed so maybe they're like talk fast so that your voice seems higher maybe I don't know they, just they might have had to I go noticed. in and digitize his voice a little <laughs> I do this first a moment with him it was back when it was a flashback moment well was uh when shoot who's who's the one that uh I, I don't know are we in spoilers in this thing I mean probably I it's, it's hard to talk about some of the stuff with but I mean, this happens towards the beginning of the movie, so I don't know. The who's the one that killed himself? Stanley. Stanley. I would say spoiler alert. Just put a big old spoiler alert before that. Bam, bam, but yeah, bam. Stanley. But it happened in the right, very beginning. But I don't know. I guess right. you, it's I still. Guess. I mean, unless you've read the book or you know the story, it's still kind of a spoiler. But anyway, they do a, a flashback of Stanley giving his bar, bar mitzvah. Can't talk. Bar mitzvah speech. Right. I was reading and, from the, t- the Torah. <laughs> And I just love when he goes off course and then his dad's trying to get the microphone from him. It's just, and he storms off and it's just silence and Mike starts clapping. Hey, I thought that was good. They're good. And his mom's like, up one. I'm like, shut I up. I don't think you meant Mike. Or Wrong Richie. character. Richie. Yeah. Wrong Finn character. Yeah. <laughs> Richie's mom's like, up one. And they're like, stop that. What? I thought That's it was what I imagine Daniel, if he was ever in a scenario of like that, I could see you being that kid that was like, Yeah. Good go Stanley. Best bar mitzvah I ever saw. <laughs> that was then your mom though. elbowing you, like stop it. Yeah. A lot of good humor though, and yeah, I, I do. Really, I think for me, standout scene. I don't know why, but when Beverly goes back to her old apartment, there was some good stuff there. I did, like I said, I did not like. I wasn't scared. Like when I first saw the trailer, I was terrified. I was like. I love old people. I love old people. But then I was like, creepy old, old lady. Like, oh my gosh. But then when I was actually seeing it in theaters, I was like, not as scary as I thought it was going to be. Definitely a longer scene. But I just like, I don't know. I just like her, I like her going back to her old place. The flashback she has, like with her father, oh, just yeah. looking around and just all these memories, you can, you know, all these memories just pouring into her. Yeah. And yeah, her going and removing the, uh, Stucco and taking oh, yeah. the uh, what, what was that? The panel, the panel the, out and yeah. you know, finding uh, a little hidden stash. The, the, the little I like how she takes her cigarettes. That made me laugh. Yeah, that's pretty funny. Yeah, that was pretty great. <laughs> Seeing uh, going back to the drugstore. That one same guy still working at the drugstore, and his daughter, the bully from the first one, yeah. still there. Yeah, I thought that was. It's push, not pull. Yeah, or pull, not push. Yeah, I don't know if that's just for last, but it was kind of funny just seeing her just hanging out there still. Just, oh. mm-hmm. I know, I did like that. Which that is, I had forgotten about that scene, the first one, when her and her friends are um, pestering Beverly and they pour the trash bag, they fill the trash bag with water and pour it over her. Oh, that's right. Oh, I was like, oh my gosh. Well, like, and that's the thing about the first one. I'm like, man, kids are just douches. Like, because they do that to Beverly, you got the other bullies, like, 
beating up the kids are mean. The, the fat kid and like taking a knife to his stomach and putting letters on him. I'm like, what yeah. the hell? Is well, wrong I know with these that kids? one specifically is just like heightened up because of like the world and the atmosphere of Derry. Yeah, because like, I mean, what's wrong with these people? Well, I know, like that's extra messed up, but like. I mean, I would not be surprised with like the whole throwing the water on the girl and everything. Pretty sure that probably happened to somebody in my high school. Probably. Girls are vicious. Yeah, they're all, yes, they are. They can be bitches. Yeah. Well, kids can be bitches. It's just I think they're I remember, so mean and they're so accurate of how they're mean to you. Yeah, they can tear you down. <laughs> it's like I still get scared if I walk in front of high schoolers. Cause I'm like, they know how to destroy somebody's self-confidence easily. Like. And you're not allowed to punch them because you'll go to jail. Yeah. It's pretty messed up. They are like, kids are scary. High schoolers are scary. They will tear you apart and leave you to rot and not even care. And they'll go fall asleep easily at night. Bitches. Bitches. Dicks. Kids are dicks. That's, That's get, the main. You've got to bring back discipline, people. Bring it back. Or just let your kid get ki- your dick kid get killed by a clown. That that works too. That works or too. have him to get taken over by a clown, and then he ends up going to a psych ward. And I thought he went in the first movie. I thought he was dead when he goes down that well. I thought that was the last of him that we'd ever see. Oh yeah. Same. And then yeah, to see him get flushed pop- out with all of the dead flushed bodies. Flushed out the dead bodies. I was like, oh my gosh. And then yeah, we catch up to him in a psych ward. Which makes sense that he would be in a psych ward. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he killed his dad with a knife. He's seeing shit. Yeah, and considering the fact that he went... I, I loved that scene. I don't know why, but I did actually like the scene where he's coming back home and the cops are there and the cop just goes, oh, shit. Like, this kid is has the balls to come back. And that just cracked me up because well, like, you could just it, see on his face like, you could tell mother? You could tell when he was punching him too, he'd been wanting to do that for a while. I mean... I'm sure a lot of the adults in Derry wanted to do that for a while. But yeah, he got shit kicked out of him, taken off to jail. It's like bored. I did like the beginning scene at the carnival because I remember when we were listening to the book that I remember that scene. I heard, does very... the whole book open up to that? Yes. No. no? No. The book opens up to the first. Oh, wait. Yeah. Oh, wait. It does. With the gay character? With the gay character. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Sorry. That is where the book opens up. Yeah, because I remember listening to that, and I was like, when we were in the car, and we were, because we were driving to the wedding and stuff, and we were like, let's, li-. we just watched it, and that's why we decided to listen to it, and we got, we were almost to our, to Tri-Cities, and we were just sitting there, and then it opens up to that scene and stuff, and I remember being like, oh my god, like, yeah. Especially since, like, that, that wasn't... It, was that supposed to be in the past or the present? No, that, that was, was the present, because that's how the book starts is in the present. That's why it's uh, hard to listen to it, because uh, it jumps okay. back and forth gotcha. between the kids and them being adults. Like, one scene would be, like, the, the gay couple at the carnival and everything, and then the next page would be Beverly, I think, was her when she went to school for the first time. And then it would switch to Mike calling all the people and him talking to Stanley. And then it would switch oh, back. So yeah. it was so hard. You're, you're saying they might do a cut where they kind of do it in that order? Yeah. Uh, we talked about this before this started, but I read an article that the even the uh, people, like fans, want it. And then also the director says that he wants to do it too, was do a super cut. So we organize it like the 
book is and then, then where it'll get, just go between like I mean, the present and the past with all the kids and the like all the adults and add in new scenes to, like, i think in a movie i think in movie format you'd be able to follow that pretty oh yeah close. well and considering how close the movies were shot together i feel like it would actually flow really well yeah you just need to uh, it sounds like he just like has a couple scenes in mind that he either shot or needs to shoot to kind of like flesh out doing both storylines concurrently. Well, that would be pretty cool. I mean, I I'm sure there's, there's probably stuff left on the cutting room floor too, so it could be like six <laughs> I hours. I probably long. would not see it in theaters, but I would buy it. Movie day. It I mean, winter's coming, so we have nothing else to do in this rain. So exactly. But yeah, so I would like to see that because I think that'd be interesting. Because like, that's just one thing that's so jarring, especially when you watch the first one, how they cut out all the adult stuff. They just focus on the kids storyline. So they start cool. out in the present with like, and I'm like, who well, the hell are these characters? They're, they're talking about doing this, but we didn't talk about it in the news, but they're talking about doing this with Once Upon a Time in Hollywood where maybe it goes to Netflix and like, you know how they did like a four hour extension with uh, the, or Hateful not, Eight. the Hateful Eight or not, not mate, not four hours more, but you know. Wait, it's, the Hateful Eight goes with the old what? Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? No, no, no. So on Netflix, you know, I got the Hateful Eight, which is a three hour movie. Well, there's a new Thing, they've gone back and recut it towards four hours long now, and but it, they divide in like three or four chapters. Oh, as far as the Netflix and Quentin Tarantino go. decided where they're making the breaking points, right? In. And they're thinking they're doing that with Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, so we could go back to this awesome um, 1969 Hollywood and watch like four hours of it instead of two and a half. Oh, I need to which watch would be that amazing. Still. Oh, it's awesome. Pretty I think good. I would like it, I just haven't. Yeah, it's, it's still in theaters, it'll be at second runs here soon, too. Oh, yeah. I'm sure I'll just watch it when daniel's like once upon a time in hollywood came out i bought the digital code and i'll be like guess that's what we're watching no wait till jordan buys the physical copy oh that makes no, sense you're gonna go see it in theaters because that's the way to see it i like I mean, to watch things is. from the comfort of my bed you know hey i know I'm not, i can't I be know. mad about that i've said this multiple times like especially with netflix stuff like the irishman i'm like yeah if i want to see it in theaters about the same time not having to worry about douchebags on their phones. Was it three and a half hours long? Yeah. Well, hopefully it's like this. Like I had a pretty good experience with the both part one and two this week of everybody just being quiet. Yeah. Well, X, we, now XD does help because there's the walls in between the rows, so that helps a lot. You don't see phones at all if somebody does bring them out, right? Unless it's directly next to you. Well, you brought up when we watched the movie, you were really happy because everybody was there. To yeah. watch it. That's what it seemed like. So we went to a 1045 showing in the morning. Yeah. Got done it too. But like as soon as like the uh, the title card rolled, every but like a hush fell over everyone. So I'm like, okay. So everybody here seemingly wants to be here. So that was exciting. That's always nice. I just felt, so, I'm so glad I opened my chips earlier. <laughs> oh yeah. You didn't want to be that person. No, I didn't want to be that person. It's like when we watched, I remember when we went to the quiet place and we watched that. Oh, we couldn't eat any of our snacks because everybody in the crowd was so I will quiet. Say, I will say the couple next to me was crunching on their popcorn very loud. Yeah. <laughs> Never I, mind, I'm not going to make that Part joke. of me wanted to say something, but I'm like, eh, just leave it. It's one of those things you're like, I'm sure you're not doing it on purpose. Because it was like kind of distracting, but not that distracting. So I'm like, all right, just leave it. Just leave it. Yeah. It's one, it's one of those things like, where do I draw the line? It's like, well, if you're if you're heckling a movie, that's where I draw the line. And if you're texting on your phone, I'll come and slap you. No, you wouldn't. No, but Grab I yell the phone at people. and chuck it across the theater. I've always thought about it. I want to do that. But you know people are Ever since I saw Hank Moody do that, I've been wanting to do that. 
You just throw it across. You just chuck yeah. it across. But the then you know, the if wall. you do that, they're gonna go get an usher. Then you're gonna get kicked out because you did the right thing. Or punched. <laughs> or punched. I really don't want to see you get punched in a movie theater. Be a good story. It would be a good story, but I just don't really want to have to like deal with the aftermath of it. Do it at a theater you don't visit very often. Not one you go to all the time. Yeah. Because we kind of need you to be able to see movies for this podcast. <laughs> but all right, let's go back to some itch up. Yes. I'm we're kind of going back between the both of them, which I think is fine because we I think we it's all saw both story. in one week and it's all one story. Great visuals in both of these. I mean, you got the same mm. director in both. Same. I, I'll say I love. There's so many good visuals just with the clown with the balloons. Like yeah. After that one kid that after you know in the beginning of the second one gets dropped into the r- stream river or whatever below the bridge, all those balloons, just the visual of all those balloons coming under the bridge was just so cool. Yeah, um, I'm just trying to think of some other cool like just visuals. I love the look of that house that they go into, that haunted house. Yeah, from the first one. Yeah. Or, yeah. Oh, oh, you're talking about the fun house. No, the the, the, the fun the, house got me though. That was creepy. I did not like that part. The fun, oh yeah, the fun house was cool. I, you know, I was talking about the haunted house. That's like an actual house house. Oh, the one that they went into the, in the, the first, one, the first yeah. one, too. Okay. But yes, the uh, that at the carnival. Yes. Oh my gosh. The, with James McAvoy chasing the kid or trying to. Which find also him. him being an adult gets hit and just like knocked on his ass. Yeah. And I'm just like, imagine if that hit a kid. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. That's what I was thinking. He gets hit and it's just like, you just slammed oh, against the wall. And I'm just like. I, think, I, I love that visual of Pennywise, like his tongue on the glass. Oh, yeah. I think the reason it creeped me out, because I remember, especially where I'm from, there's a carnival going on right now. And my the fun house or like the creepy house and everything, that was always my favorite part. That was always my favorite attraction to go into, especially when they did the really scary ones, mm-hmm. which as a five-year-old, I should have, my parents should have been concerned that I always wanted to go to the scary house, but whatever. Um, I just like, I loved that cause the mirror, like the whole mirror scene and everything that was always in those haunted houses that I used to go into. And so like seeing that and then seeing Pennywise, like if I went back home and went to the carnival now, I probably could not do like the mirror thing without expecting to see a clown yeah. or something. So that would be scary. I don't know. I don't, I don't know like about, mirror houses. I've been to a yeah. fun house, not for a long time. Oh now. yeah. It's been years. I mean, I haven't gone to the carnival back home. It's just going does, on. Does a like, uh, chain of forest have fun houses? I don't think I so. I know they got the leaning house that's like oh, really? the floors tilted. We should go to Enchanted Forest. I've never been. We shouldn't. I'll tell, tell you the scariest children. The scariest is thing it? there is uh, the roller coaster. It's a oh, small one. But it feels like it, it, it's so rickety that it feels like it's going to just break at any time. You're going to die. That's true. That's where you get the, the excitement from when you're an adult. Oh. So you're like, I might not have to go to work tomorrow. Woo! <laughs> I pray every day. It's yeah, kind of scary. <laughs> Um, but I really like, I have to agree, that was really, I loved that part and stuff. That was one of the five things that really actually scared me was seeing them in the funhouse and him trying to chase the kid. Even though, I'm not going to lie, I was trying to the whole time because you have, we were talking about this earlier about seeing cameras in like movies being ruined because you see like a cameraman or something like that in the shot. And I kept looking for like a that, cameraman in the scene. I actually did the exact same thing. Cause we had just talked about that. So every reflective surface, every mirror, I kept like staring, like, did they fuck up? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. Like, I guess we were just doing that, but no, I kept I looking for something. Uh, oh, I did. Cause we had just talked about that. I think it was the other day when I was over here about, Oh, honest movies, 
sins cinema sins cinema sins and so the whole time i'm like god daniel has ruined me because now i'm looking for cameras in the super scary part well it's a good distraction when i was watching the first one i had my phone out to kind of like put a like a distraction in between me and the screen at like the stressful parts of the chapter one so I'm, cause I was just watching at my house. I'm like, Oh, scary scene. I'm just going to text back somebody now. <laughs> I did have to laugh while I was at work. When you sent me that picture of you darkening your, your living room, like it's all dark now I'm ready. And I'm just at work and I'm like, candles are lit. Daniel. Well, I put like, I, it, I had to watch it. I watched it at nine 30 on Saturday. So that's when I started it. And I just like put up, uh, bed sheets to cover all the windows to try and darken our like <laughs> movie room because it was daylight and then like once I turned off the lights I'm like oh shit I got it a lot darker than I thought I was going to yeah and he just sends me a picture while I'm at work and I just see like his window and I'm like what are you doing and he's like I'm getting ready for it chapter one and I'm like oh my poor Georgie. poor boyfriend yeah, it spooked me. Want to play, That's, Georgie? I got spooked a few times. Watching in the room or the family room? The family, family room. room. Oh, okay. He put it over like the curtain. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'll show you the video or the picture after. But Georgie. Yeah, so I'm just like, I'm ready, and then I'm like, we oh. all float down I'm here. Like, oh no. Uh, I do have to like, like I think something that still sticks for me from the first movie is I still well if I get spooked or like when they're like you'll float too you'll float too and you just have the dem- the kid just start screaming you'll float too you'll float too like just that part still s- scares me because i'm just anytime i see a child i'm like oh my god children yeah. are scary they are scary they are they're one of the scariest things you can one do. scene that still stands out from the first one that i love is beverly in the bathroom like when her hair's coming up out of the drain and oh. grabbing her and then just blood starts gushing everywhere. So fun fact about the second movie I was reading about the scene where she's in the school bathroom again. They said that was the most amount of, I think I read this in the, that whole stall scene and everything. That was the most amount of blood used in a movie for like a horror movie ever. Nice. Which makes sense if you think about how much blood Drowning they use. Blood. I yeah. mean, that's pretty crazy, especially like the Evil Dead movies exist. And they use fake blood like it's like it's nobody's business in they, those movies. They said I that was it. the most amount of but, blood used ever. Well, that's pretty crazy. And that makes sense because they just fill up that whole stall with blood. But like, yeah, what, what was like the most notable scene in It Chapter 2? Mm. I guess I, I did like... Um, Bowers getting the axe to the head. That was good. That was awesome. <laughs> like, you all right? I just killed somebody. No, I'm not a writer or something. Yeah, something like, I think he says, Bill Hader says something like that. Yeah. That's, that oh, was that's right. All of us. No, I'm not a writer. I just killed somebody. In a horror movie. <laughs> no, I'm not fine. Yeah. <laughs> so funny. Um, I think my most notable scene, I actually. I loved the ending where um, Richie goes back to the park bench and everything, where he carves the R and the E. At the very end. on the bridge. That just, like, touched my heart and made me even more sad for Bill Hader's character, Yeah, which actually I had read that because I hadn't read the book, so I didn't know. But that was not a characteristic of his character. Oh, that he was gay? That he would, yeah, it wasn't in the book, but I thought it's like how they handled it and like how they, like having it be in a small town. I'm like, it seems like a very real thing that somebody would be afraid for, especially like his 
hometown people to know about. I liked it. I thought it made sense and stuff, and it just really worked, especially, like you said, it would make sense because they're in a small town. I mean, we saw what happened in the present with the two, the couple and everything, and them getting beat because they were just being a normal couple and just because they were gay. So it makes sense that even now he still can't come to terms with it. Imagine when he was a child. You really think he could have... I mean, he moved out of that town, though. I know, but I could see that for if he ever went back home It's just what's baked into you from a young age. Yeah, I mean... But, like, I would say, like, when he first said it, like, it felt like out of left field, but I was like, they developed the character throughout the rest of the movie because they tell you that decently early in the movie. Do they? I thought they hinted at it, but they didn't really... They straight up say it. Do they? Yeah. When? I don't know, but um, I don't know. I thought like for the most part, like after like it cut, felt a little bit out of left field, but at the same time, I, like while I was watching, I'm like I don't know if this is part of the book or not. But I guess it wasn't. But I feel like how they like developed it, they like, didn't really bring too much attention to it, like till like the end again. So I'm like, okay, like how they developed it with the character, I thought it felt fine. Um, but I honestly thought though that he wasn't going to be in love with Eddie. I thought he was going to be in love with Stanley. That's what I thought too. Or uh, Richie. Or wait, no, it was no, Richie. No, Richie, yeah. <laughs> I thought was... Richie was going to be in love with Stanley because I thought they were both Jewish. You know, they both grew up in the church together and he sort of ha- always had this thing for Stanley. But it was really Eddie. Anyway, well, I don't know. So I thought that was fine. Um, I did, well, I guess my standout scene would have been either... Probably it's probably just like the the funhouse scene, that was um, cool in the the mirrors and you just see Pennywise and he's just trying to save this kid as hard as he can and he just sees him just get murdered right in front of his face. Yeah, it was not. I mean, when Pennywise is breaking the glass versus him breaking the glass, I was like, you're not gonna break that glass, man. I know he's like I, yeah, elbowing him. Like, why are you not kicking that shit down? Yeah, <laughs> like he's literally taking his head, Pennywise, and breaking the glass. Do you really think your shoulder is gonna do more work than a supernatural entity's head? Yeah, I don't know. I'm trying to think of the scenes. That's, I don't. I don't know if I have a favorite scene in this one. I, I, I do like when Bill goes and gr- buys back his old bike. That was cool. Yeah, with Stephen King's cameo. Oh yeah, is that who that was? Yeah, yeah it was Stephen King. King. Shop okay, Shop I didn't know that. Which I did have to laugh that they made a note about how his ending kept sucking because a lot of people have said that about Stephen King is because his endings aren't happy, you know. And no, who fucking cares if they're not happy? A lot of people. Not everybody believes that the world is a terrible place, and when they read a book, they just want to escape to a I happier say, time. I would say you would watch a movie if you want a happy ending. Usually, books don't always have happy endings. Like more often than not, I think it's just because with a lot of horror movies, you know, at the end there's always a resolution. There's always like kind of a happy, like yeah, everybody's <laughs> dead. I don't think a horror movie actually has happy endings where it's just like yeah, you, but you survived, see- but also trauma for the rest of your life. Yeah, but everybody just focuses on the part that the hero lives. Well, I mean, I if know. you saw the, if you saw, it's like, you know, if you saw the evil dead and the girl didn't live. Way to ruin it for me. The girl doesn't live in the evil dead. And I'm talking the OG evil dead. I haven't seen the OG. I know. We're supposed to be, that's on our list for our Halloween horror movie marathon. Ooh. I know. Evil dead. I all right, all back, back to clowns. Clowns. I'm trying to think here of some scenes. I'm, I keep going back between the first two. 
Um, but four more focus on it. Chapter two. Yeah, I mean that was a good scene. Buys back his bike. Uh, you got the ending bridge. How about when he's on the bench though? And the uh, who was that lumberjack guy that comes? Paul Bunyan. Bunyan. Paul Bunyan is chasing him. I thought that was cool. Like visually, really cool. Paul Bunyan yeah. chasing him and trying to kill him in the park. Yeah. Of course, no one. He's just running and no one else knows what he's, he's doing. He's like, oh, kids running. He's just screaming like kids scream. Now just think of this. Like every time you hear a random screaming kid just running around. He's Paul. probably seen some shit. <laughs> Getting chased by an evil clown or Paul Paul Bunyan or Paul statue. Bunyan or... That I thought was just a great moment. <laughs> just chasing him in the park. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think. We mentioned their underground fort, which that was awesome. Yeah. yeah. I do like I do like the ending though when they all go back to the lake. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. That was a uh, that was a nice resolution because that's like. One of like the happier moments in the first one, so Bur- it's nice to have that. Beverly still jumps first. I know, yeah. I noticed that. <laughs> I saw that, and yeah, it's kind of fun. Uh, Beverly, Beverly, and uh, what's his Ben? Face? Ben. They finally got together. I was so pissed throughout that whole entire movie. I don't know. I was just like, just say you were the one that wrote it. That just made me mad. That's all. Now we know how she feels about it. I don't know. Oh yeah, they had their moment. I don't know. I don't know if they're considered together, but they had their moment at least. They were together. She was on his boat. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, like, how did you sleep? And she's like, I had a great dream. Mm. Like, yeah. I would too. (laughs) I was with Jessica Chastain. I don't know. The man was super handsome too. He was. With that kind of money, I'd do it. It's not my kind. (laughs) Good to know. But a boat. But a boat. But a boat. Things happen on boats. You just... Don't worry about it. What kind of things have happened to you on boats? Yeah, Daniel. I haven't actually that, been on a boat. Man, you're pretty, you're, pretty, yeah, wow. you're pretty easy, Daniel, but all it takes is just a boat. I mean, it has to be a nice boat. You can't so be you're like, just going to go with anybody that has a nice boat? You're just going to leave me? Well, I have to see the house, too. But if those things add up, I'm like, <laughs> yeah, sure, because people go in debt for a boat. People go in debt for a house. But if you have both, you're probably doing pretty okay. Oh, my God, you're going to leave me for somebody with a boat and a house. A nice house. Sounds like a, a nice guy with a boat house. and a house, too. Yeah. Depends. It just depends. <laughs> as long as he has a boat. As long as he has a boat. As long as there's a boat. Yeah. It was nice knowing you. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I guess I totally forgot about that flash forward scene. Yeah. There. Okay, yes. So, yes, I guess they do get into They don't just have their moment. They end up together, yes. Right, because she was, and the whole point was, like, they had finally moved past it because she said that she had a nice dream and compared to her dreaming about seeing them all dead. Right. Which is oh, and apparently, so like she's had that dream every night for twenty-seven years, which is also terrifying if you think about because like all their memories started going. You know, they couldn't remember anything because they were away from Derry, and the fact that you're just seeing because she couldn't like she kind of remembered them, but kind of not. But you just see all these kid, like all these adult people who she might not recognize or realize who they are, and you just see them die every single night for twenty-seven years. Yeah. Could you imagine like seeing somebody that you thought you kind of knew? I'd kill myself. I don't have to imagine. I'd fucking kill myself. <laughs> Good to know. Give it two years into that happening every. So, so he is gonna night. leave you eventually. Word. So why did Stanley? I guess I, I just missed it. Why did he want to? Why did he think him being there would interfere with everything? He said he was too scared. Too scared, and that he would just that would mess everything up. He just essentially said like, yeah, he's like, I was too scared that I thought I'd get everybody else killed because he's just so weak that either Pennywise would take him over like he did with uh, Henry, mm-hmm. you know, something like something like that where he could just take control because he's the weakest one of the group. They even say it in the movie. Yeah, and. 
And that's also what happens in the books. That's the only thing I knew that happened in the book that I was thinking might happen. But yeah, like Stanley offs himself immediately. Because he knew he couldn't deal with the fear and he didn't think that his friends would be able to stop him. Yeah. Because of their connection and stuff. So, and that's why he wrote like, if you're reading this, then you know that you succeeded because you, because it also banded them together for him, you know, to defeat this, it, to this evil entity was their banding together because of Stanley. Cause what, Stanley what, succumbed to fear. what did you guys yeah. think of the end scene? Just when they go down there, finally, uh, I wasn't sure what to expect. Like, I thought it was fairly interesting. Like, I knew like, like the, it trans, like I knew that there was like a crater underneath the city. Cause I'd watched them like lore videos about it. But you know, like I thought the, the ending like area was really cool. And like how it shoots them into like different, like, their own memories kind of and like drowns them in fears. That part was pretty cool, especially with the, I think when Bill comes up and he's in his basement. Yeah. Yeah. That was crazy. And he ends up killing Georgie. Mm hmm. No, he ends up killing himself. And Georgie. He drowns Georgie. Oh, oh yeah. That was actually kind of like, I'm like, oh, I don't, I don't like that. He literally just drowns the kid in water. Yeah, because he was. It wasn't his fault. He was trying... As an adult, he came to the realization it's not his fault that Georgie died. Right. But, I don't know. So, I, li- I did like that ending. I like how they all just kind of drown in their own, like, kind of worst fears, I guess. Um, being an architect, you buried alive, I guess. Well, his structure wasn't sound. Yeah. You know? Something like that. And then Bev being in the bathroom, you know... That part was still crazy. Like drowning in blood. Well, she was constantly drowned. So crazy. It was. We kind of talked about this after the movie was over. That you know how um, Eddie died and everything, or how he hadn't really changed. He still had his inhaler. He still had, you know, even though he went through this huge character arc in the first movie about like leaving his fanny pack and stuff, and then in the second one you see him pick it back up. And it was really interesting that sometimes that. You know, even though you go through these experiences as an adult, you don't sometimes you still can't change no matter how hard you change. And in a way, that's kind of because of a fear. It's still because of fear. You know, you're scared to change. You're scared to grow. And I think that's a lot of things all adults deal with is their childhood fears and they can't really get past them. Well, yeah, I mean, like they do that really well with Eddie. And I think Beverly are the two clear like didn't change as much as you wanted those characters to change at the end of the first one because it's revealed like Bev's like husband beats her, <laughs> you know, or at least. Well, that's just psychology one-on-one right Whoa, there. Yeah. Like... <laughs> but yes, she had an abusive father and goes out and sure enough gets with an abusive man. <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, and then Eddie's still afraid of everything. Um, and it's fire, but those are really the only two that really stick out because you know, Bill Hader's character, Richie's still pretty much Richie, like doesn't. Yeah, but he never really got over his fear of Uh, being his true person of what he was and like owning his sexuality. You know, he still lived in that fear of people judging him and stuff, which also explains why he acted out in a kind of humor-esque way to deflect from his own self-realization of who he truly was. I'm not sure. And then I guess like, and then Bill just, things worked out for bill <laughs> no not really his wife kind of sucked Dang, you can kind of really tell like, their relationship was uh, not yeah, the I was greatest gonna, i was gonna say yeah i don't know about yeah they don't really sh- they only show her the one time 
We don't really. Well, I guess we don't really go back to any of their spouses too much. But well, you know, and Ben never got up the courage but like, to tell like, Bev how she, he felt. Was he say like, man, eight years have been smoking and blowing smoke at my ass? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and he never, and Bill also never really got over thinking. It wasn't until the end that he got over the fact that it wasn't his fault that Georgie died. Yeah. Because yeah. that's why he tries so hard to save that kid. It was kind of like a redemption thing. If he could save mm-hmm. this kid. You know. make up for Georgie, and then that kid just right. fucking dies, so too. So he realizes that it wasn't his fault. There was nothing he could have done. Yeah. Argumentatively, some could say you couldn't have just played with your brother. Well, I'm like, even though you made a decision to not to, it's not your fault. No, you didn't there's no know. Way of, there's no way of knowing. But, well, where, where do we stand with these? Let's, we're kind of running a little late here. It's talking about the psychology of what is Stephen King and the underlying past the horror and the psychological fear that holds us all. Yeah, that. <laughs> it. Anyway, no, this is all good stuff. I just, we're in, let's, uh, yeah. Anything, any last things that you like that we haven't talked about yet? I'm just trying to think of some other scenes. I mean, I think I listed all the scenes that I really enjoyed. I think we covered the big ones. I mean, like in that little, I guess the little girl at the baseball game. Uh, oh, my gosh. Yes. Totally. Like that was the first kid that you see. Or, well. Yes. I forgot about that. That's, I think, the second murder. Of the I movie. thought it was interest. That was an interesting piece. And I'm guessing that must have been in the book somewhere about the little girl, like, you know, and that nobody really notices that she's gone. Like her mom did not care. It was yeah. like we're just watching. Like she the just g- gets up and walks away, and everybody's like, "We're watching a game." Yeah, I feel like if I was a parent, I mean, I'm not a parent, but I feel like if I was a parent, I would be a little concerned if my kid just like got up and left. I'd be like, as soon as I saw my kid move, I'd be like, "Where are you going?" Right. I was one. I was thinking that too. Like, does the mom just not care? I mean, it's one thing. Like, you live in a small town, so you're like, it should be fine, especially if. She's, especially if you're like, oh, I'm just going to the bathroom. I'm like, oh, cool, cool. But even still, just like not even noticing at all, not saying anything. I'm like, yeah. I, I grew I, up I, in a small town, and if I left my dad from the bleachers, he was like, where are you going? What are you doing? Yeah, it's not a word. But yeah, that was a cool scene though, underneath the bleachers. Just there. Till he eats her dialogue. face. And then just, dr- yeah, and then drawn out. I was just like, oh, he's like, oh, walk away. No, oh, oh, well, everybody walks away, and she turns back around. I'm like, no! Walk away. Walk away. Back off. Walk away. I do love, what is the guy's name that plays Pennywise? Bill Skarsgård. Yeah, he's good. He's. I like him. Apparently I read that thing that he does with his eye going the other way. He can actually just naturally do that. That was no CGI because there was a photo of Bill Hader asking him if he could do that. And then he just does it and Bill Hader just freaks out because he's all in his Pennywise makeup and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I saw that too. Um. But Bill Skarsgård, yeah, he does great. Like that, like when he's smiling, that's not CGI. That's how he can smile all yeah. the way. Um, oh yeah, Stephen King, shopkeeper. Looking at IMDb right here. Yep. Yeah. Awesome. Is he like Stanley? Puts himself in every movie. No, this is the first movie I think he's been in. I was actually kind of surprised that they put him, put him in, in there because I'm like, this seems like a little bit too much of a bit. No, that's kind of. I thought maybe it was, fine. was his bit because that was the whole point of like Bill's thing was very mirroring of Stephen King's career and stuff. So that was maybe like I hated the ending and stuff, and I, maybe that was the whole like Stephen King just because it was a reflection of him. He wanted to be poking fun at himself. 
Maybe. I don't know. Stephen King, his mind is weird. Yeah. But, I don't know. Yeah, I thought, I still thought that was pretty funny, though. I do kind of want to read the book, like, actually read the book now. Oh, God, 1,100 pages. Oh, easy. One day. <laughs> no. One day. Liar. I'm not lying. You give me a whole day with nothing to do, I can get that book done. No, nah, man. You're on, bitch. All right. What are we betting? I don't know. We'll think about it later. Okay, well, so yeah, any so, others? We've talked about scenes I've stood out. Mm, um, I did. The cast is great. I don't know if I really liked how big they made him when they were like running through the cave and stuff. I just felt it was a little corny, personally. Like when the first one, he kind of still stayed when they with the kids and everything. He stayed the same size for the most part, and it was I, there was part of it was like he could just crush them and be over with it. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, yeah, because they like they go down there with. No weapons, just flashlights, and and yeah, uh-huh, like the spear that will kill monsters if mm, you believe. I was it really surprised monsters. that nobody brought a gun. Yeah, they're all adults. Like, Why didn't you bring your gun? Adults, small, like humble town. You could have gotten a gun. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. So there, there is that, but overall, I'd say pretty satisfying ending. I mean, we knew they were going to defeat him, and they do. And yeah, it was it was fun. They, they kind of wrap it all up. They go to the river. They have that great you know moment at the or the lake. They have that great moment at the lake uh-huh. where they're all swimming, and then yeah, go their separate ways. But yeah, I thought it tied everything up with a bow pretty pretty good. I think you know yeah, satisfactory ending. Was surprised. Oh, I guess we didn't talk about this, but when Eddie just gets killed oh my at the God. ending, I was actually kind of surprised that they killed off another character. So was I. It just oh, kind of right. felt like that wasn't going to happen. How crazy is that when he got the knife through the cheek? Oh, oh yeah. That forgot, I forgot about that scene. Yeah, he gets the knife through the cheek, and then he's hiding in the shower, and yeah, I'm not just quite sure what. stabs him. And then, yeah, right there with the shower curtain stuck in him. Yeah. Um, I also, the whole part where he, where Mike drugs Bill. Oh, he's like, yeah. yeah, you want some water? Yeah, that'd be great. Was there something in my water? It's just a plant. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah, it like, gives him like a spiritual journey. Like some peyote. Yeah. And he's just like, here, so you can actually see it too, because they'll follow you yeah, that was kind and of everything. Cool. I was like, who just drugs somebody? Well, if they, you know they're not going to take the drugs. Do you know who Bill Cosby is? Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Stop. Oh, God. Not okay. I'm just saying, I was just very like, when he's like, oh, yeah, it just it's helping with the spiritualness. I'm just like, oh, my God, he just freaking drugged him. Yeah, it happens. I don't know. I wasn't that surprised. <laughs> I don't know. I was. I'm like, yeah, he drugged. It. Mike's the only one that's been in the shit for 27 years. That would be really. <laughs> I know, right? That kind of made me sad that he didn't leave. Like Actually, when they're kids, and he's like, I'm gonna go to Florida, and, I, and then he never does. And I thought that was a good ending, though. Seeing Mike drive out of the town yeah. once and for all, that was a really good ending shot. Yeah, that was great. So, all right. Well, I don't know. So, if we were to wrap this up here, do you have favorites, part one or part two? Equally as good. Part one. Yeah. Part one by, f- I, I guess not a huge margin, but a decent margin. Part one is better than part two, but as like a whole continuous storyline, I still enjoy both of them. Yeah, I think and they're ha- both on par with each other, but I like part one just a little bit better myself. And I think a lot of it has to do with this. It's just more fun to watch kids go on an adventure than adults for some reason. Right. Like Goonies and things like that. It's just it's just more fun to watch kids and like interact with each other. And you're like, you know, that's what makes Stranger Things so much fun. Yeah. Them doing their own adventures without adults. And yeah, what adults go on adventures anymore? Like it's kids when you're with your friends going out on these adventures in your forts and your tree houses and stuff. Exactly. But yeah, 
But yeah, anyway, so it was, it was just that. I think part one was a little more satisfying, but still, I liked a lot of things about part two. I thought they did a good job with the casting, the adults versus you know the kids. And I would love to see that supercut of both of those movies together. Yeah. I think that'd be pretty cool. And yeah, I love the score. We didn't talk about the score. I think the yeah. score is great in this movie. I am mm-hmm. interesting to see how I feel like tonight when I go see part two, now that I've seen it, if I see anything more or if something else catches my eye that I didn't notice before or if it's scarier or if it's not as scary, you know, just because I'm seeing it dark at night this time instead of at 1045 in the morning sort of yeah. a thing where I've yeah. just woken up and literally crawled out of bed and went and saw this movie. So. I think it'd be pretty cool and nice, especially when you come out at night and it's yeah. a little bit chilly That's out when there. the paranoia sets in. When I go home or, and I'm just like, want to take oh, a balloon with you? Kind of. I kind of want to give a balloon to Carly. To do it. I got plenty to go around. Yeah, do it. Just to like freak her out. All or right, just tie well, it to a drain. What we said we wrap this up car. here. Yeah, that's oh yeah, do that. <laughs> tie it to her car so when she walks out of the theater she just sees the balloon. Entertainment level wise, I give this a good eight and a half. And I give it a solid A. I think they're both good movies. Yeah. Enjoyable. Good thrillers. Again, I don't think these horrors really, but just good thrillers. Great casting, great cinematography, score, everything. I give it a solid A. Yeah. As far as, like, I'm just going to grade the first and the second one. Uh, first one, I give that, like, an A+. Plus. I love that first part. Great movie. Second part, I think I'll give it, like, still really good. I would say probably an A-. minus. And as far as, like, entertainment-wise, like, A, I'd give it a 9. Like, I enjoyed, like, thinking of the story as a whole, I still really enjoy both movies. Um, but as far as, like, how much I enjoyed the second one versus the first one, a minus, like still really good, just not quite as good. I would give the first one an A because I really did like it. Like you said, I love the child, the children, like adventure as. I'd have to give the second one a B personally. Like I said, I wanted to be way more scared. I don't know if that's just my own desensitizing. Wow. What row are you sitting at? I'm not sure you get scared the second time around. Yeah. <laughs> 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 jumps behind me. Um, Hides in your car. I'll give you her key. <laughs> She's halfway, halfway home. Georgie. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> and that's how Shiloh died. Oh, um, oh man, that'd be great. God, I'd be, why? I'm going to get out of this theater and there's going to be a balloon tied to my car this time instead of. Just remember to check the back seats before you get in. My car is tiny. I would. Um. But I think overall, like I said, I would agree. I would love to see both of them, the supercut. And I think I would enjoy the second part a lot more, to be honest. But like I said, I give, I still give it a B. I just wish it would have been more scary. That's fair. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's uh, move on here. That's our review of It Chapter 2. What's the next movie coming up here? Hustlers. Like- I'm just kidding. Daniel would never want to watch that. So You don't like J-Lo? What's wrong with you? Fuck everybody in that movie. Watch your mouth. What, Nicki Minaj? No, Cardi B. Oh, whatever. Same thing. No, it's not. <laughs> it's just so it is. What is our next movie? <laughs> what, what is? You can't even roll your R's. You can't make fun of her. You literally go, la, la, la. What was the last <laughs> movie we've been on? Uh, that John Travolta one. Did you know? Oh, the... Last week we bet on The Fanatic. I bet 22%. Daniel bet 45%. Shiloh over here has the actual Rotten Tomato score for the Fanatic. Or I guess at the time, there was no reviews, so there was no score. Shiloh, what is it now two weeks later? Drum roll, please. 
Just kidding. We don't do that here. Rude. <laughs> Why do you gotta break my spirit, man? It is 18%. Ew. And I guessed 45 you guessed 45. Making me the winner! Oh, All right, so no. give me a second to think of something to assign you here. Let's move on to the next movie. So did we decide on this next movie we are going to... We're going to do Hustlers. The Hustlers. Yes! The Cardi B, Jennifer Lopez bullshit movie. I'm sorry, not bullshit. It's just not made for me. No. It's not made for me. I am not the target audience. It, I have absolutely no interest Women stealing in from men. What's there not to like, Daniel? That could be. It's probably not going to be. It just doesn't look like a good movie. It looks horrible. Yeah, let's just go with that J-Lo one, the Hustlers? Hustlers. Hustlers, okay. With Jennifer Lopez, Constance Wu, Lizzo, Cardi B, Lily Reinhardt, Kiki Palmer. I am. Uh, that's all we need. Yeah, well, I'm just excited <laughs> to see Lily Reinhardt play a stripper. Uh, is it R PG-13? Because that's going to make a difference, too. It is. I believe it's R, but I'm going to double check. I'm not going to lie. This movie does not look that good at all, but what do the critics think, though? That's the question. Oh, uh, but we're still doing Rotten Tomatoes, where it's just either like you didn't, you either hate it or you liked it. <laughs> yeah, liked it enough. So, yeah, it's either at least a C, thumbs up, passworthy. It is rated R for rated persuasive R. Okay. sexual material, drug content, language, language, and nudity. Oh, maybe I will check it out. That's crude. Just kidding. It's a movie about strippers. Why wouldn't they be new? Right? Have you seen Showgirls? Come on. Yes, I have, actually. Except I saw the TV version where they had her boobs. TV version? Yeah, they have a TV version. What they the cut a crap? lot out. the TV version of RoboCop. And the whole part where That's she's, like, dancing topless and stuff, they literally put, like, a nude bra, like, like filter over her. What's even the point of that, TV, that movie being on TV? It's, it's already a bad movie. At least the sex and nudity make it worth watchable ish <laughs> to take all that out then it's just a complete shit move. anyway oh gosh all right daniel are you ready i'm ready okay i really don't know um i think the critics are gonna be a little up on it i guess i don't know it's got the the right checkoff sheet things going for it so i said 70 percent well, Shiloh gave a little bit of like, oh, wow. And then my, then she like stopped. So I'm like, okay. So I look, gave it 85%. 85. It's huh? like, maybe it's that got right. surprisingly good so, reviews. Like there's oh. a, we have a track record of things that we're like, these look horrible. Like crawl and a, the ready or not that we're just like. Psh. Ready right. or not looked great. It looked like a dumb horror movie. Like it how, reminded me of the babysitter and we loved the babysitter. All right, we're getting off track here. Wait, yeah. What is the actual retail score a week before release? How many reviewers so far, and what is it sitting at as we of have now? Twenty-six reviews. Okay, so not many yet. And it is a ninety-six percent. Ninety-six percent. Wow. But I mean, twenty-six Which, reviews. This could go up and down. We'll see. We'll see. You just or, never know. Never know. Huh. Well. Interesting. All right. Well, so Daniel, I got to sign you a movie here. I'm trying to think of a. Hmm. I was what, hoping I was gonna win. What can I sign Daniel? What haven't you seen yet? Um. Oh. Let's see. Waffle. Oh, we talked about this earlier. What you should assign Daniel. You talked about it. We talked about it before we? we even started recording. Motherfuckers. Did we? 
Yes, it's a musical. Ewan McGregor. Oh, yes, that's right. You know, that actually would be a pretty good one. Daniel, watch some Moulin Rouge. Obviously, Shiloh here would love to watch it with you. I'm going to watch it without you. Don't you dare. Just despite you. I'm going to watch it. Daniel, your movie this week, watch a good musical. I'm watch gonna, some Moulin Rouge I'm gonna with Ian McGregor tomorrow while you're and Nicole Kidman. I don't Kidman. work tomorrow. Right, anyway. I'm going to watch it while you're... <laughs> children, children, let's wrap this up here. All right, well, hey, so, yes, uh, we'll be back here next week. Uh Maybe even reviewing The Hustler. I don't know what's coming out this next week. We'll see. All right. Maybe we'll do another throwback. Uh, we'll see. All right. Well, thanks for joining us, everybody. Daniel, where can they find us? You can find us online on Instagram and Twitter, movies underscore brews. Let us know what. Let us know what you thought of it, Chapter One and Chapter Two. Loved it, hated it. You pooped your pants. Can't, let us know. Can't sleep at night. Can't sleep clowns, at night because the clown the might clowns get you. Will get you. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. Thanks for sharing it with friends. We appreciate it. And thank you, Shiloh, for coming in and being a guest on this episode. It's been fun. Thanks for having me. (laughs) And we'll talk to you next time on Movies and Brews. Cheers. 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 Cheers.